Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. This one could be one for the ages, ladies and gentlemen. Are we getting them? Call them up right now. Right damn now. I'm talking to uh, okay, coming up in a bit, we're going to do something that your kids can't listen to. I don't know if your kids can listen to it. We're basically going to have a kid on right now, from what it seems. <sighs> we are in a holding pattern here. Some news broke uh, that Genevieve Clowney, or a report, I should say, will probably more than likely not be returning to the Cleveland Browns. Anthony, hello. Yes. yes Speak uh, into the microphone. Well, That's look, how the podcast works. You're starting to get trickling information on what these teams are doing over the offseason. Obviously, the quarterback Here movement we go. is significant. And the report was given out by Brad Stainbrook. And we have Brad on right now. Brad is from uh, 247 Sports Orange and Brown Report. Right, Brad? Yep, that is correct. Ladies and gentlemen, you're getting Stainbrooked right here on the podcast. Here we go. All right, what do you know, Stainzy? Well, Clowney, um, he's expected to enter a bidding war, and, you know, Cleveland, you know, right now it looks like they're not going to come on top of that. Why are they not going to get on top of that? Uh, I I just don't know if they want to pay Clowney what he's asking for, and I, I haven't heard any specific numbers, but, you know, everything I've heard, you know, Clowney was in town this week, you know, you know, setting his affairs, you know, right. And I just heard he's preparing to leave town, and right now he's not expected to return. What does he want? How much does he want? Yeah, I haven't heard any specific numbers, but, you know, he had nine sacks, a big season after only missing one game for an injury and then two with COVID-related stuff, I believe. So, um, you know, a, a, a year that probably put his uh, career back on track money-wise. So. All right, uh, Stainzy. Uh, if we may call you that, we are very excited. I'm calling him that. We 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 think you should end every report that you have now online with "You've been Stainbrooked." 
I heard that. Can you do that? Can you please do that? I think it has a, has a potential to become part of your repertoire. Like, Rossini doesn't do that. Uh, Josina Anderson doesn't do that. You'd be the one to do it, and I think it would set you apart. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'll have to think about that. I've uh, never thought about that. Okay, so let me... But we, Scale of 1 to 10, how nervous are you to be on with us right now? Uh, we're sitting at like an 8. But you've been on Spaces before, and you've made your oh, name. Yeah, but like that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've had no qualms about mixing it up with the titans of Brown's industry, uh, those that are revered journalists, and you seem to fit right in among them. So I, I'd ask you the question, how old are you? Just so people know, we want to give context. Don't tell them. Yep, no, I'm, why not? Why not? Tell them. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'm 20. Okay, where do you go to school? He can't tell um, you that. Why not? Yeah, he's not nervous to tell. He's nervous to tell you that. I'm. I swear to God. No, we won't cast aspersions. All right, against all right, your... I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, don't care. here we go, baby. Right. Let's go. Oh, it's cracking under Let's pressure. Let's go. Spill your beans. I, I go to uh, Tri State right now, but then in the fall, I'm transferring over to Kent State. Okay, at Kent State. Why uh, won't you go to Akron? So Already, I don't so trust wait, you. You're smart because you saved money. Why? Why would you be afraid to tell people that you saved money on all the elementary classes to get in? To yeah, a man. school that has a pretty good broadcasting and by, program. And by the way, Brad, we are we are friends with the fine folks at Tri C, buddy boy. Mm-hmm. Don't re- remember. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do we, we have are, the sound effects? We are we not on this computer, but oh. we are. Trust me. We, I wish I would have known because I would have just called up the school and been like, "Let him out, damn it!" So he can talk to <laughs> us here. All right. So, uh. and you're leaving a class right now to to help break this information <laughs> and provide context. Oh my God, we there have it, it. Is. Yes, I knew it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is there any – so you said the money. Is there anything else why Claudia wouldn't stay here? Uh, no, honestly, I, it came to a surprise when I started hearing this a few days ago because by the looks of it, he got along with his teammates well, and he, he fit into Cleveland's system. Um, but at the end of the day, I guess you can't blame a guy for you know going for the money. Okay, a few things here, Brad. I think when we signed Jadevian Clowney for one year, the thought was that – all right, he's going to try, and it's not really a reclamation project. It's just needs to be healthy, needs to have some production, and then most likely he's probably, if he has a great year, he's probably going to be one of the most, I'd say, anticipated or desirable you know, big men on the front line for other teams with cap space. I never really thought that he was going to be something that was going to be a long-term thing for this team, but I also didn't expect him to get nine sacks. I also... Uh, knew he was better against the run, but he was both. He was good against the run. He was good in pass rushing schemes. And Joe Woods' scheme, still, I, I, I wish we could have gotten off the field more on third down. I don't know if that's necessarily his fault or uh, obviously Miles Garrett's fault. But where do they go from here? If, if, if Clowney, and you would assume, right, he's looking for a longer-term deal now. He's not going to do the one-and-done thing again, right? Yeah, no, I, I, I think he's proven it, and I think he'll get a long-term deal. Uh, in terms of where, where the Browns go from here, uh, you have to think either, obviously, for agency or the draft, but if I had to say one, I think you could make the case that the Browns are going to, at 13, try to pick somebody like uh, a defense end or a defense line because, you know, that defensive line looks empty right now besides Miles Garrett. Um, and then the good thing is, you know, there's a ton of wide receivers uh, in this draft, and I think there's some quality ones that, that can fall to the second round. Right, I mean, this. if you start to think about, A, what Washington's going to do with number 11, right? There's a lot of thought that they could go after a wide receiver, could take, you know, a top wide receiver off the board. And now if you don't have Clowney, we know about Tack McKinley's injury, and we certainly know that Malik McDowell is probably not going to be a part of the future. No. It is pretty clear that you have two positions 
of terrific weakness, unfortunately. Maybe terrific's not the right word. Both defensive line and wide receiver. But, man, you just saw again in the Super Bowl teams with a dominant defensive line that could only need to rush four that could get to the quarterback. How much value? How much more valuable is that than every other personnel group except for quarterback? Yeah, it's it's very valuable. And I think Cleveland doesn't I, – I, they're like I – don't, I don't know what they're going to do, and I think they don't even know what they're going to do yet. And um, I just think they're going to build through the draft. I, I have a hard time seeing – if they're not willing to pay Clowney, a long-term deal. I have a hard time seeing them willing to pay, um, you know, another free agent a long-term deal. So you have to think they're going to go for another veteran on a one-year short-term deal. And you know, that's kind of been Andrew Barry's mo since he uh, since he arrived in Cleveland. I got to tell you, Stainsy, I kind of agree with the Browns on this. I I said right at the end of the show, signing Jadavian Clowney is kind of like robbing a bank. You get in and get out while you can. You don't look around. I think it'll. I, I think it can can bite you in the end. So. I'm actually fine with it. I know it kind of leaves a hole. I know it creates a need in the draft, but uh, I'll tell you, Brad, I'm I'm okay with it. I, Lima, do you disagree? We gotta yeah. let him go back to yeah, class. Yeah, Brad. Here more importantly, second. what did you walk out on? What specifically uh, were you going over? English, and I'm a journalism major, so. Okay what what what's the course called? Uh, English composition. Uh, composition. <laughs> okay, what were you working on today? I can help you compose so many more things. Uh, an essay. Okay, and it, what kind of an essay? Exposition uh, is it? Oh, an argument. Okay, and if I were to tell Stainsy right now on a podcast that very few people are listening to, uh, nothing like your Spaces program, which is which is really I don't know. Our numbers are falling. Well, Chops is mishandled well, the whole Chops thing. Chops sits there and friggin' talks about the same damn thing every night. Yeah, uh, uh, Chops, you're on notice. Yep. Stainsy says breaking news from Stainbrook. You've been Stainbrook. Yep. That spaces ain't what it used Chops to be. Chops is mad that you're joining us, and he's not. By the way, I want to let you know. Well, that, do but. you want to commit to exclusivity over our show right now? If we provide a platform Boom. for you, market. I mean, I don't know. You know, Chops is telling me how I can make some money off faces, but, you know, he hasn't been showing me the money. That's He's how a gr- swindler. It's how the grift works. That's it. Yes. Boom. Yep. All right. Hey, real quick. He probably we- had an NFT to sell you. Hey, ser- seriously, <laughs> can we call you Stainsy? I like that name. Yeah, I, I don't care. You're cool with that? Can you just yep. one right. time, can we just, this is the last thing for me, because we know you have to go and you have to make that argument. Just one time, let's let's crowdsource it afterwards. Let's see how it works. After your next breaking news piece, could you please just write hashtag you've been Stainbrooked? Boom. All right, depending on depending on the size of the news, I got you. Yeah, tiny. Don't do the big one. Don't, you don't want to ruin don't, your career. Don't make him do that. We'll but do that. I, I think, don't do that. I think it's going to take off. Don't do that. We'll do that. Uh, don't do that. Hey, the okay? Woj bomb is pretty big, so who knows? That's yeah, but, true. But Woj doesn't go, you got Woj bomb. He doesn't do that. <laughs> does, yeah, that's true. Yeah, does Tri-C true. give out a hall pass? How does that work? He just walks no, out I just, of class. No, I just left. Was, is your professor left. concerned that you showed no uh, a total <laughs> disregard? He said last Thursday he didn't get the rent, not the dough he went. No, I think he'll be all right. I just got to get back. Got to get back. All right, Brad. Okay. Take care, buddy. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. There it is. All right. I like that kid. That worked I out. I like that kid. That's all right. I like that young man. There it is. There it is. I mean, when you think about it, like, we're. Good job, young man. We're sitting here. Good and job. I've, I've, I've seen the young man break some stories. Good job, and young so buck. The accuracy has been there. The question is, how far can he take this? And, you know, let's be honest. He's not, he's not a hot blonde in the locker room. You know, it's a different. It's a different whoa, game. No, whoa. it's a different whoa. game. He could dye his hair. But think of the 
think of the women that have gotten jobs at either the NFL Network or ESPN breaking stories because of their relationships. It sounds like he's developing relationships already with Browns players, and I think he's got a leg up on some of the competition locally. So the question is, can those relationships transcend, say, certain players' careers? Like, let's say he has a couple players feeding him that aren't on the Browns next year. How's he getting his Browns news? So I think it'll be interesting to see if this is something he wants to pursue. And let's say a year from now he's at Kent State. Is he still going to have his his ear to the ground on this stuff? I don't know how he's going to be an English major when I've been told you can't read and can't write when you go to oh, Kent State. That, uh, you know, that thing. Is- Boom, shakalaka, giant bass. Okay, that's from Bassmaster Classic. I know you gave me that. I said Lima would like. That's not real, right? I said Lima would like. No, that's real. I said Lima would like the Bassmaster Classic because when they weigh in the bass, it kind of reminds you of a sketch from I Think You Should Leave with um, I saw Tim that with Tim Robinson. Yeah. When they get like a real big bass, the guy who like who's like the in arena host goes, giant bass, boom, shakalaka. I kind of want to be I kind of want to be Stainbrook's agent. I feel like I can do better as his agent than I'm doing in my own career. Well, yeah, well, you got you got guys like Chops, and they're going, I can get your money, I can get your money, yeah, every, I will get your money. The temptation's going to be there, Stainzy. A lot of people are going to throw garbage money. You have to be smart with your opportunities. Uh, you know who talks about this all the time? He's Colin, not on the phone with us anymore. Colin, oh, you got rid of him? <laughs> He's in class. Yeah, he went back to class. Bro. Okay. Uh, what if he has more news to break? Can he run out? Colin Coward has talked about this before. We are wired in a way where the first money that's thrown at you, you're going to take. I, I, I say this all the time because I, I believe in transparency when it comes to wages. I made eighteen five. I'm not going to be transparent with my current wage, but I, I will gladly be at a company in a different state. First job was eighteen five. I didn't exactly have offers all over the place. I had to take it. I don't think Stainsy needs to take Chops' pittance. What are you trying to say? I think he needs to be smart and, oh, we know and that calculated. Chops is building a Ponzi scheme on, on Twitter space. Well, and then what's going to happen? The walls goes, are going to go. It goes bloop, bloop. That's what happens. You build this house of cards, and then it goes bloop. Mm. All right. Back to your regularly scheduled podcast. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. How you doing, Tone Master General? I'm good. I'm worried about that defensive line for the Browns. How are they going to build this in one yeah, offseason? We'll talk about that on the show tomorrow. Okay, Can we'll I tell just... you a different story? Here? Sure. How are we going to do mean, that wide receiver room? It's just the podcast. Uh, talk about Browns for four hours. I know. I know. All right. Uh, well, well, okay. It. You want Jordan Davis on the defensive line now? <sighs> Listen, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not broken up about Jadavion Clowney, guys. I'm not. I'm sorry. I, I said the analogy, and you know the analogy. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to cry a river over Jadavion Clowney. You got one good year out of him. Be happy you got one good year out of him. It's more than what Titans fans got out of him. Be happy you got the year. I wish him well if he goes. If he doesn't, erase everything I'm saying right now. There you go. It's that simple. You, got, you have anything else to add before yeah, we move on? Because I, you, you insist on talking Browns on a but podcast not, based in Cleveland. I, I understand what you're saying. And if you would have asked me a year ago, before he put up nine sacks, and before I thought he was he was a huge addition to that defensive line. Him and Miles Garrett just seemed to be this great tandem, and Joe Woods, I thought, used them pretty darn well. I do have to admit, Albert Breer 
every time Clowney's name comes up, yeah. Albert Breer continues to say he rips him like he no no but he doesn't rip his, his mailbox he, with a ball bat he doesn't rip that was that was three years ago that wasn't today he doesn't rip how he played he called him an independent contractor Albert Breer's getting that from somebody Albert Breer's not making that up about what happened to the chemistry this year with the Browns now interestingly enough maybe chemistry concerns can play on offense and defense what have you heard a lot about russell wilson after they lost that super bowl especially over the last week with the russell wilson especially when you let Russ the last cook, 48 hours sometimes he burns the food in addition to that analogy what? that super bowl loss and that malcolm uh, what's his name interception gladwell the gladwell <laughs> 10,000 interception rule butler uh, Malcolm Butler, once he got that interception, apparently that locker room was never know. the same. In like, the middle. Like they went after Russ, and they went after Russ's diva mentality, or at least that was the appearance, his reputation. Mm-hmm. He was always considered a great teammate, and something happened there. Something happened with him. Maybe it was him getting married. Uh, not sure. Maybe it became him being a superstar. And his hold over that organization and the it's, coaching staff. It's so weird. This is where. But I, they, I, they talk about, Kenny, the wars that went on in practice yeah. with those, you know, Legion of Boom, that those those corners were talking shit to him. Whoa. Con- hey, somebody asked why hey, we never swear. Whoa. Somebody said we never we're swear. We're not allowed to do it, brother. Oh, okay. Dump it. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, they were talking a lot of smack. <laughs> Behind the scenes, <laughs> and chemistry is not just on offense or defense. Chemistry is on an entire team. Did Jadevian Clowney, did he have anything to do with chemistry issues on the entire team? I mean, it's, it's more than just your play, right? Russell Wilson's a really good quarterback. Obviously, there's other things there that might have led to that kind of strife behind the scenes. That's all I'm saying. So how how does an analytical front office have the temperature, take the temperature, have the pulse of chemistry in a locker room and on a sideline? I'm sorry. I'm I'm on the player's side on, on some of that stuff. It just seems like an organization doesn't like anything a player does. He got married. Well, he's a bad teammate because he got married. Like, what? What? Oh, because he got like. Listen, I'm as annoyed with Russell Wilson in his weird like when he made that video. Oh, I just got done having sex with my wife. You're married, dude. No <laughs> one wants to weird. hear about your married sex. It's weird. Trust me. When Lima gets married, I don't even. I don't want to hear about Lima and his his girlfriend or whatever he calls her. I don't want to hear about Lima and his concubine. I don't care. I don't want to hear about that. I don't. When Lima was out and about doing God knows what, it's like, well, uh, maybe I'll turn an ear up. No one wants to hear about that. I agree. So I was annoyed as anybody else. However, you're allowed to be married. You're allowed to have kids. You're allowed to do all those things. I just don't like, he's a bad teammate all of a sudden. Why? Because he wants to get paid. So why do we always got to do this? Like, it's it, the same thing with Ky- Kyler Murray. He's a petulant child. He might be. I don't know. But it just seems to be a card that a lot of teams love to play. As soon as a player wants to get paid, or as soon as they're any, they use anything they can. He's a child. He's petulant. Uh, no, it might not be. I mean, Kyler Murray knows he's only going to be in the NFL for a, 
he got hurt the last two years at the end of the season. You can't, and this might be a reason not to play him or pay him. He might be thinking about his own mortality. Yes. His football mortality. Yes. Not that he's going to get killed out there or anything. But uh, he might be thinking about his own mor- football mortality. So now he wants to get paid. He's petulant. He's a baby. He's a child. Like that stupid video. Who put it out there? That what, the Dove climbing guy who had like, oh, look at this. It was like Kyler Murray like, come on, defense. Yeah, like He was yeah, just yeah. saying like, there was nothing there. I don't want to turn the ball over. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I agree with and you. And I don't know. Like... And I'm only saying that because I think the guy was being serious. The reporter was being serious. I hope he was giving sarcasm. I hope it was sarcastic. Sarcastic. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know this Dove guy from anything. I'm just pointing it out. Mm-hmm. But I was like, man, this is what are we doing here with this guy? Like, I'm not the biggest Kyler Murray fan in the world at all. Do you think there has the been Almighty, a folks? dramatic, uh, big? Let's look big picture here. Not necessarily at the Browns, but just. A dramatic sea change. Athletes have always been a business. Obviously not to the extent. And then five years from now, I'll say the same thing. Ah. But the leverage that players have now in the NFL, where they never used to have leverage, they always were subjected to something called the franchise tag. They never truly were free agents until what? Tom Brady was the other year because he got written in his contract. I think that they couldn't do it somehow. I do wonder if... This 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 almost not quite but almost NBA level of leverage that players in the NFL have. I wonder if it's going to be harder and harder for these locker rooms to be on the same page because the lowest rung of NFL players makes so little money. They make so little. Can compared to the NBA. NBA everybody yeah. everybody is making except for money. Uh, Dante Jones. Court, uh, yeah, right. I guess he made he paid money to play in the for league for whatever that year. reason. Yeah, he had to he pay got to fined. get into the he NBA. He got fined in a game. Yes. LeBron had to pay it for him. Yeah, I remember that, which is probably illegal and should be uh, some sort of tampering charge. Either way, oh, okay. do you think – am I out of my mind? Am I? Do you think I am drumming up something that doesn't exist or that's always existed? Because I just – I'm starting to see players have leverage in the NFL that they never had. They just flat out no, I think never right. had. I think you're right about I mean, that. Kyler Murray's doing this right now. He hasn't even been great. If we sit there, he's been good, kind of. Okay, but for the last, you're right. In, I'm sorry, I said okay, like I was being, uh, like I was flip, being flippant towards you. I wasn't. We say court, like I forget who the general manager was. So people, they didn't get me right on this when I said, put your livelihood in Baker Mayfield. Would you bet on only Baker Mayfield? And so many people. And I, hey, I, now I'm just, I guess I'm ripping everybody according to this. I'm not. Like Leroy read it the lo- wrong way. Leroy, Leroy Ward, Ward, yeah. Our buddy read it the wrong way. And it's not about can you win? You can win with guys. You can win. You can win with Baker Mayfield. But can you win at all? And you can never be truly sure because owners are fans and owners are crazy people. You can never be truly sure that your job is safe until you have one of those guys. And the problem is those guys don't fall off of trees. So you have to put yourself in a position as a general manager where you're as comfortable as you possibly can. And I think that that's what every team goes through. That's what every general manager goes through. And that's why we make crazy trades for quarterbacks. That's why they traded Washington traded two third-round picks for Carson Bleeping Wentz, who's basically a trash can man in the NFL as far as, as, far as quarterbacks go. His stats weren't even that terrible. So I should take some of that back. There was a general manager, I forget who said it, goes, you don't sleep until you have that guy. Mm-hmm. You just can't sleep 
until you have the franchise quarterback. And obvi- it was the general manager who said it, and I don't know who said it. And when you have guys in positions of power saying that for so long, eventually a quarterback's going to take notice and say, yeah, we, we do have some power here. If you need me that badly, it, it goes back. It honestly kind of goes back to Bill Parcells. You're going to make me cook the dinner. I should shop for some of the groceries. And these guys think that they should. And yes. some of these guys, to their own detriment, think they should have some but power in there. Do you think that's maybe what causes what happens, say, with Carson Wentz? Gets a contract oh, and and oh, seem, yeah. seems to. The politics. I, I'm not going to make it seem like Carson Wentz is some piece of whatever in the locker room. But clearly. I'll say it again. Cl- we'll dump it again. Clearly, he has divided the locker room. Okay, people in Philly finally had to admit. Yes, and in Indy this year, maybe it's over the vaccine. Yeah. Maybe it's just over his woeful ah, play down the stretch. He'll do his own research. Yeah, whatever it is, obviously Carson Wentz caused issues. I hate to say this. We're in Cleveland. I know people are going to go, people come on, in, you're just saying it. Cleveland do their guys, own research. Not everybody's in love with Baker Mayfield. He's a strong personality. Strong personality guys really need to be really, really good because they open up the door for problems. I mean, he he was the Duke yeah. Johnson thing happened right off the bat. Well, and I, I hate to say boy, it, you're right about the that. way he went after Damn. Hugh, you don't think Hugh had any support in the locker room at all? He did. So then, I guarantee he did. then when Baker's going after Hugh, you don't think that made some players upset? I know what you're going to say. So what? Then I don't want him. Okay, but understand the dynamic in the locker room. I think there is a way to lead and to you walk can, that tightrope. You can be that way, but you have to be obscenely good. You have to be really, really good to act that way. And if you're going to have any flubs, if you're going to have any mess ups, you're going to pay for it dearly within that locker room. Like there's already politics that plays into this like you think about this if, if you have a quarterback a, a, a public seat at the table like Sal Palantonio was on with us today and said that he wouldn't be surprised if Russell Wilson's gonna have a little bit of power in there with George Payton that's the quarterback mm-hmm. you're you're going down some he just seeded some, some of his power making that deal you're, you're you're going down some weird paths here because there's guys in that locker room now it's not just about he won't throw me the GD ball. It's going to cost me. Now it's, I'm not part of this guy in this future. You're making this decision too. Like already, players are distrusting of their general managers. They're already distrusting of their coaches. I mean, this is this is all, these are jackals here. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to really kind of turn them against their quarterbacks. Like look at what um, Aaron Rodgers is a two-time MVP, or excuse me, four-time overall back-to-back MVP. So he can get away with it. You think everybody's thrilled? He just loves Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams is so good, obviously you can. But there's going to be other guys that he may need, and there are going to be some guys going, man, you really just bleep all over the rest of us here because you only throw to damn Devontae Adams, even including the postseason, when you would only throw to Devontae Adams when the rest of us were wide bleeping open. He made like him that, go get Randall yeah, Cobb this year. That, exactly. Like That's the way some of these guys will think, and it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. Like Some of these, some of these quarterbacks are going to, you want some power? Now you're going to see what it's like to have power because they can MF me all they want. I'm a general manager. You guys are in the locker room. Good luck because now you do. You sincerely affect their money. You sincerely do that. I got another thing to share with everybody. By the way, I don't think – I wouldn't be shocked if Denver misses the playoffs. (laughs) As much as I I applauded them for making the move, that doesn't guarantee any playoff berth. Does anybody think Russell Wilson guarantees him a playoff berth? No. Isn't that crazy? I don't think you can put all four teams in the division in. No. Where right. would you rank them in the AFC Right West? now, give me some teams missing the playoffs. Give me some quarterbacks who are missing the playoffs next year. <gasps> Russell Wilson. Joe Burrow. Ooh. Ah. 
I think Lamar's going back to the playoffs. Yeah. I, I, I don't I think really, he's getting hurt again. I think he'll sign a contract pretty soon, by the way. Are you hearing things? I think his mortality has has Flash before flashed back. right in front of him. That's, that's got to be tough. They'll get that deal done. Trust probably, me. Eric DaCosta probably has a great big deal on the table, and he's probably frustrated. Can you imagine if he goes into this season without a deal? What in the world? What sense does that make they, at all? Again, they tell you things about yourself that you don't want to hear in those type of things. We've sat there. Um. All right. Can I share this story here? All right. Uh, this is for non, not for kids. How how far along are we, Owen? Do we know? Nine months. Oh, I was gonna say fifteen. Shut weeks. up in the show. Uh, we are about twenty-seven minutes. Okay, good. We got time. Okay, no kids should listen to this part. All right, I'm gonna do a countdown for you too. I thirty-eight, thirty-seven, thirty-six. No, 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 no. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a countdown for you okay. so your kids don't listen to this because I ain't gonna get bitch dad. It ain't happening. So I'm telling everybody right now in the podcast, if you got kids in the car, twenty six, do not listen to this. I'm gonna, you know, and I'm even giving you you see this long reach I'm giving because I know you might hit thirty seconds ahead and you might get yourself in trouble. So I'm taking a good fat thirty seconds 17. To, for <laughs> you to not do this. So I don't want any emails. I don't want any mailers. I don't want any nasty tweets or Facebook messages. It's on you, mom, dad, legal Nine, guardian, grandma, eight, grandpa, whatever it might be. Seven, six, six five, five, you're going four, fast. Four, you missed the whole thing. Up. Three, three fast. two. It's too slow now. Listen, it's right. on point three. All right, here we go. Let's talk Tooth Fairy. My son is Stainsy, like, get off. We said no son, kids. My son is pulling his teeth out on purpose. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. Been there. Seriously? Yeah. He came home. Mm, he's got uh, two. Little, well, they're, they're already wiggly. They're already wiggly. I know. They do come out. So he's got, <laughs> two, front, he's got two front teeth that are missing now because he pulled the second one out. He's like, it hurts. Well, like, you oh, should have known. Because it's not supposed to come out now, you dumbass. When he used that first <sighs> tooth fairy money to buy oh, pliers. I don't want you to should talk. have known that was the plan. Oh, I did not want to talk about that. That plan backfired on me. That plan backfired on me, by the way. Because I gave him... So I, I didn't have any other money. I didn't have any other bills. Yes. So we gave Axel a $20 bill. Too much. It is too much, but Axel doesn't understand well, money. Inflation. Axel doesn't understand money. So you got... You had, so Parents I, I told you, Axel had a... Did I tell this part on the air? I don't think you talked about hardly any All of right. it on air. Axel had a charity, like a like a fundraiser. And kids who gave 50 bucks were the student of the day. So we gave him 50 bucks for some fundraiser. Liz did. I don't know what the what the bleep You don't the know the money. Was. I don't know. You have no clue what I happened no with idea. your money. So Liz gave him 50 bucks, and he got to be student for the day, and he got all this stuff. And then he comes to Liz again, and he goes, I need 50 bucks. Why? Well, I want to be student of the day. And Liz's like, that's not how it works. He just thinks 50 bucks is like, here you go. Like, it'd be me giving you gum. That's the way it is. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. I, I thought he didn't have a concept of money. He took the $20 bill, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'll just replace it with a five. And he won't know the difference. Nope. Took the $20 bill, took it to school, and it was a chance to learn about money. So he knows what $20 buys now. And he knows that twenty dollars, 
He doesn't know that it's way too bleeping much to give a kid for a tooth. You've created a monster. But now you've created a monster here. I didn't take that into account, so it backfired. So then he's pulling his teeth, and we're going, dude, you ain't getting 20 bucks again from the tooth fairy. It ain't happening. So then he pulls another tooth, and Liz gave him, like, she might have given him, like, $5. I kind of want to say tree fitty. Mm -hmm. Liz might have given him, like, $5 or a couple of bucks or something like that. Then he pulled another effing tooth. That's 2.30. Yep. So then I said. That's what time you go to the I said, listen, dude, you keep pulling your teeth. Tooth fairy's just going to say, you're, 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 sh- you're, 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 you're being shysty to me, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to do this anymore. And he's, she's not going to bring you any money. So Liz went and got stickers and had this letter written from the tooth fairy to Axel. I go in there this morning. I wake up 2.30 in the morning. This kid is the deadest-ass sleeper. You know where this is going. He's the deadest ass. He sleeps like a dead body. I go in there. I got these stickers, and the stickers are being folded are in the middle of this paper that's folded over top of it. I go in. The door has the loudest effing squeak. Oh, you got to pre-do that. It's never done it before. I've learned my now. lesson in the past. you so, got to go around and, and lube those hinges. Like, I could go in and drive a dump truck right through his room, and he won't wake up. And we... I'm like, you son of a... And I'm like walking in there, and I try to do my like cat burglar little like... Doo, doo, oh, twinkle toes doo, in. Doo, doo, doo. I go to grab... I go to put it under his pillow and grab the baggie that has his two teeth in there. He's got two teeth in the bag. And He's got a dime sack. The, yeah, right? paper, the paper rumples on the pillow. He wakes up. The of paper's course. under the pillow. Yeah, of course. The paper's under the pillow. And I'm hoping now, I'm like, hey, I just wanted to see you before I go to bed. What's going on at 2.30 in the morning, son? I'm just sitting here staring at you like any father would. I just love you. I just love you, and I want you to know that. And uh, I just, I, ab- I aborted the mission, and I... <laughs> then he took a pillow to his face. <laughs> <laughs> just, just long enough for a pass yeah, out, though. Yeah, just so he knows. <laughs> I fall back asleep. <laughs> I uh, I just left the baggie with teeth underneath yeah. his bed and left the letter <laughs> yeah. under there. So I go, you know what, Liz? It's your effing problem. Because mm-hmm. Liz's like, you got to go give him the money. You got to, like, dude, I ain't trying to do this, man. He's the heaviest sleeper ever, and he woke up. And I'm like, Jesus. So there you go. There's my teeth so, story. So how many more teeth are left? Hopefully not many. He's pulling them out, so we should be full. We should be done by next week. He's got a good pain tolerance. There's, then, there's huh? some that haven't even shown up that are going to come out though. Like, there's a certain point in age where, like, so I have teenagers now, right? Yeah. They still, you're still losing teeth when you're 12. Yeah, like oh, those geez, back molars right. and stuff. Yeah, like now, Caden, he he'll be 13 in a couple weeks. He he knows the deal. He knows all about it, and he's just like, I don't care. Yeah. Give it to me. Don't give it to me. I don't care. Yeah, he's old enough. I, I mean, he just wants but the money because he wants we money. We definitely we yeah. ran into the too much money problem where we have, you know, a couple of the kids split households. And Wyatt was like, well, over at the other house, oh, so you want I get to this come amount. Out. And I go, well, you put that thing in a sack and you take it back over there because that's <laughs> you want to make uh, you want to make more money. Oh, man. How the hell are the holidays work in your world? Uh, that is just resentment. That is. Oh, contempt. no. It's a, yes. I won a few years ago, but that is long-lasting yeah, yeah. Uh, trauma. Oh God! 
psychological so, trauma behind the scenes. Yeah, things, I'm already thanks to that little trip. I'm already hell. beyond annoyed. We're brought to you by Extend. I'm already really annoyed with the Tooth Fairy stuff already. Eli's got to get. I got. By the way, I got to take a day off in April. I got to take Eli to the dentist um, to get a tooth. Like taken out. Yeah, he's got to get it taken out because he he hit his face. He jumped mm. off his bed, and he hit his face. I ran into Dad's fist. No, he jumped off the bed, hit his face on his dresser. This is a while ago. And I guess he broke the tooth. It was like a hairline crack, and then the infection went up in his... Because uh, it didn't have anywhere to go, so it looked yeah. like a bubble. And so they're afraid it'll get to the adult tooth, so they're going to pull the tooth out. And so i got to be there for him, and it's going to be a... Because uh, that's going to be a put-em-under type of scenario yeah. and all that, yeah. So there you go. i got to do that, and because... Eli's our wild one. Liz is like, can you do this? I'm like, yeah, I guess. That's why I'm I'm taking off tomorrow's show. I have to take Wyatt in to get a three-hour test done. Woo! Oh, boy. Lima's got a uh, big uh, medical procedure coming up here. Oh, I do. Really? What I is do. that? This is are the you fun out one. on Thursday then? No. You're coming in? What, what are you talking about? This is just a this is just a checkup. He's going to come in walking with the wiggles. He's going to be wiggly. Tell everybody. Wait, this is a checkup? Uh, it's You kept saying colonoscopy. I'm not really getting that. You told me you were getting I, one. I think I screwed that up. No, I'm getting the prostate exam. The Just prostate. Just a quick check. Yes. Like you ain't never had your prostate milk. Well, that's the whole thing. I just, I'm not making a joke. I assume, you know, I assume you're in this. And an interesting thing. Uh, I did see a story, so. Uh, kids still better not be listening to this. One of the adult websites every year breaks down. By demo, they know exactly the ages. Hell yeah, they five three eight dot com. The younger ages, the younger demographic over the last like five years. Nate Silver got tired of acting like he was a <laughs> a virologist. Was like, you know what? Let me just Let's stick do in real my, research. Yeah, let me stick in what I'm good at. Figuring out what type of porn people look. Real up. data. Yeah. Anyway, uh, turns out the younger generation, the younger demographic. They're into things we were not into. Yeah, dude, I gotta. It's totally different. Now. I've been tell. I've been. I kind of told our boss. I'm like, dude. I, he's like, no. And I go, man. I gotta I'm have to have a conversation with my sons about things that my dad did not have to have a conversation. And way with earlier, about. way earlier. Yeah, way I just earlier. Have, uh, my buddy, the coach that you know that I always reference uh, over there, girls basketball coach. Yeah. His kids. Um, are having conversations that are four to five years ahead of no, the conversations no, we're having. No, no, Seriously. no, no, Yeah. Oh, and you know, they're right. They're yeah. right in your, they're a little younger than yours. I think his oldest is, I think in fifth grade. Okay. They are, no, fourth grade. Having conversations I did not have till yeah. sixth grade. That's a few years, but you know, it's definitely sped up. So, because Man, they have access. It's because you that used to just good. sit in your room and you sat in your room and you yeah. did whatever you did in your room. They are on Snapchat. Yeah. At that age, they are still at least on YouTube in their room. So it brings up a conversation. I'm not there there is a that. conversation about the internet. It's already and, happened. And I actually think, and I know they'll say, well, you can't, you can't put the toothpaste back in the bottle on this or the lotion back in the bottle. Yeah. You have to age gate, age gate, G A T E. You have to do that. You What's have to age gate every website. Yeah. There's no reason 13-year-olds should be able to sign up for Instagram. But they can because oh. Instagram will say, no, you have to be a certain age to get on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, and then they just no, go, okay, I'm that age then. No, you don't. Dogs are on Instagram. How? Right. How are dogs, how are animals on Instagram? 
So anybody can get on these things. And I know you're going to say, no, you can't ever go backwards. Well, you know what? Society better think about a way to do this. And I know this is pro-clutching in a way, but do you think society is going to be better but, off with kids having access to this at 10, 11 years old? No. Do you think the it's better? The problem is, no. and we went through this because the older one, she wanted on there. And we just had to let it happen. And if you didn't let it happen, they were just going to sneak it. Right. Well, that's the whole problem is kids don't go outside anymore. And this is the big deal. The, the rite of passage is you find a heavier VHS VHS tape out in the woods. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows always what it in is. The woods. It's always in the woods. It's amazing how they held up to the weather conditions of Northeast Ohio. It's amazing. We put it in. It was like it was brand new. Why don't they build the plane, the entire plane, it out was, of VHS? When I think about it, it's so perfect that probably one of my buddy's dads left it there on purpose going, they're going to find this, and this is their rite of passage. Mm-hmm. It was John Holmes. It was body work, or body shop. That's what it was. And that's how you learn those type of things. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 